everyone, Sydney St. James. And today, in episode 9, I was going to show you the ins and outs and actually go in and do a publication and show you how to put it in, how to move it around, how to do whatnot. But I started thinking, I'm going to suggest a company for you to use, but before I suggest that company, I have to answer my own question, so to speak. And that is, what is the difference between a marketing business model and an aggregate business model? There's two big differences. Have you ever had a book idea so captivating you just knew it would push you all the way across the finish line? But, like me in my early writing career, I simply ran out of steam and I had no idea where to go next. That, my friends, is where some of you might be at right now. And as you're watching this different journeys or different episodes that I'm doing, you're getting a little bit lost here or there, or maybe I'm going too fast, but the one thing I wanted to be sure of is that you knew the difference between a marketing business plan, like what Amazon has, and aggregate business plan where we're going to end up uh, putting our books at. So let's go ahead and take a look at this, but I did fail, and that's why we're here today. I failed to explain some of the definitions and what the differences were. Today, I would do just that. And now, instead of today, I'll be waiting until episode 10. And we'll down to the real work of demonstrating loading your first novel. As we've been using as a model, I will use Checkmate. Now, the marketplace business model, as I just mentioned, it's a website or a mobile application containing hundreds and hundreds of different products from multiple vendors, allowing sellers, such as myself and you, to promote our business in one giant platform. The marketplace business model acts like that of a bridge by putting together sellers or authors with buyers in one single platform and doesn't own their own. Let me give you an example. One, of course, is the vendor is Amazon Kindle Direct Publishing. That's, that's the marketing model. The aggregator business model is a network model that organizes authors and self-publishers in one huge platform under a brand name. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, Apple, Google, just to name a few, and there's more. This platform also connects the authors with their customers, but under one brand. Now, the example here would be either draft to digital or publish drive. All those, these two platforms share a lot of common aspects in what we're going to be doing. They also have some differences based on how they service each of you, the author who's trying to self-publish their first book. Now, before we discuss those differences, and I'm going to do that so it will help you make a decision, not just base it on my experience, 
but will help you make a decision if maybe that's the way you want to go. So to do that, let's discuss the variations between the aggregator business model and that of the marketplace business model. Now the marketplace is where I was first with my first 10 books. After the first 10 books, the next 40 books were with the aggregate model. And just from my experience alone, uh, great idea what I did, okay? So anyhow, the marketplace model has a brand, but multiple authors and narrators sell their eBooks and their paperbacks and their audiobooks under their author name. For instance, at Amazon, it's a marketplace model brand, but multiple authors can go out there, like myself in my early days, and sell their products with their author and publisher names. So I myself, I use Sydney St. James, and I also own a publishing company, which is called the Bebop Publishing Group, and I can actually put my books out there as the author name and as my own publishing company. But in the aggregate model, all services are provided under one common brand name, such as Draft to Digital or Publish Drive. The administration in the marketplace model doesn't own anything. It's, it's, it's really a great business model. Uh, they, they actually own their income by providing their gigantic platform, like at Amazon, for you and me and thousands upon thousands of other authors to go out to and put our books on. In addition, they earn commissions by getting the buyers out there to a common place, which is Amazon.com. Now, I've got to stress up some, something here. If you followed my podcast, my audio podcast in seasons one through four, you will see that I have, I don't know, I think out of a hundred different uh, episodes, at least half, if not more, is religious and Christian. Like, how do you find forgiveness? Or why did God kill so many people in the flood? Just many different questions. Uh, Samson. Um, anyhow, every time I did one of those podcasts, I made sure that my listening audience understood that I was not an ordained minister, okay? Just so they understand. In this case, I'm not the, the guy that you listen to and you say, I want to go out and do exactly what I've done. I'm trying to give you some examples. Let me give you one more example. I wrote a book called Mary Elizabeth Surratt. Now, I want everybody to hold up their hand if you've heard of Mary Elizabeth Surratt. And I bet five of you out of 10, and maybe more, have never heard of her. Well, when John Wilkes Booth assassinated Abraham Lincoln, they took her to court after that assassination. Now he was seen pulling the trigger, sure, John Wilkes Booth was, but they hung that woman. The federal court decided she was guilty and she should hang. And she's the first woman 
ever hung by the federal government. Now, I did a lot of research when I wrote the book, and I put it out there, and I wanted people to make up their mind, was she guilty or was she not? It was just a, a poll that I did. And in that poll, I got 60 or 70% said, no, she wasn't guilty. And maybe about 40% said she was. But so I'm not an expert at anything that I'm talking to you about. I'm just trying to, to give you an idea of how I'm going to come up to, to recommending a particular aggregator for publishing your first book. Now, in the aggregate business model, authors and self-publishers are not business employees. We have total freedom to reject or accept the order for the service. In my case, with my aggregate, they give me the opportunity. This is the way it is. This is how much we charge. If I like it, then I go with it. If I don't like it, I don't go with it. Since the aggregator platform organizes thousands of new and old self-publishers at one common place, they profit by attracting more customers to use their platform to avail of those services. Getting widespread ebook and even print distribution is much easier when you work with an aggregator service such as Publish Drive, which I mentioned earlier, or Draft to Digital. On the other hand, uploading directly to Apple or to Kobo, or to Google, or Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and I can go on and on, is time-consuming. They all have different rules. They all have different royalties. They all have different subscription rates. And it's just simply too much to keep up with. And that's why I chose an aggregate company. They can worry about all the rules, regulations. They can collect the money, and they can send me the money. It's so much easier to do. In our episode today, I will break down now the two companies that you can choose from when you're ready to publish your first book, Draft to Digital and Publish Drive. You can determine which publishing service is best for your ebook distribution, your paperback, and your audiobook. First, let me say that I have nothing against Amazon. I did use Amazon for my first 10 or 12 books. And I think Amazon, well, I don't think, I know that Amazon has a great business model. Now, that you can take to the bank because before I became a writer, actually I was writing, but my main job was to help you or whoever would come to me do a new business. If you want to build a car wash in Florida, or if you want a drilling company and you want to start a company up offshore Nova Scotia, or if you wanted to build a business in a small little town near Banff Springs, Canada, or if you wanted to work offshore Chukchi Sea in Alaska, I would put together a business model. Now, all of these ended up being quite successful, just like Amazon, except Amazon, went beyond all expectation. They, they've got the greatest business model in the world. 
and they give good service. So don't misunderstand me when I say, I'm going with an aggregate. I'm going to suggest an aggregate because Amazon is not good. Not at all. You can still go and you can still publish your book with Amazon. No doubt. But they are the biggest distributor of ebooks by far. They're good. But I found that ending my exclusive agreement at the very beginning with Amazon for an aggregator was the best choice I had ever made. I am producing this episode today because of the many of you self-publishing authors. You're beginning your journey now. And you're beginning it in the self-publishing with the highest available distribution to markets with people who have e-readers, including Amazon's Kindle and the Kindle Fire, or Barnes & Noble, the Nook, or Kobo, or even the Sunny Reader. They're also reading books on tablets, which include, like, for instance, the iPad, or even tablets that run on an Android operating system. They're reading books or listening to books on smartphones, including their iPhones and Android devices. Or, as we're sitting here today, they're listening to or reading books on their PCs or just any laptop computer. In my journey on So You Want to Be an Author, you have been learning how to publish your first novel. And you've been learning to be a success at little or no cost. Now, this is just another step that will do just that. And it's better to get started with an aggregate. Why? Well, because I did start personally with Amazon. On launches, I made it into the top 10 bestsellers. But what nobody ever tells you is, you made it into top 10? Well, I went out like many of you do. I went out to YouTube. And I learned how to get into the top 10. Now, I did this to beat their algorithm. If you get into the top 10, you beat their algorithm and your book shows up. And you can imagine, if you're reading a Kindle book, how often you go out and you look for a mystery book or this book. Certain books pop up on your screen. Maybe you'll go through 10, maybe you'll go through 20, but you won't go any further. So I'm going to tell you a little trick of the trade and it's, it's not really a good way to do it, but it beat the algorithm. So I went in there when I published my couple of books way back when, and I put my keywords to search on for my books. I put one down there, raising cats. Another was recipes for dogs. And another one was something else. Now, if you think about it, how many people every day write a book on recipes for dogs. Now, seriously, neither one of us can guess, but uh, it's not very many, right? But how many people are out there publishing a book in romance? I would say thousands, right? So you're competing with thousands of people when you launch that book. So I may have gotten in the, out of a thousand people, my book might have gotten in the top 20, 30, 40 out of a thousand. But in recipes for cats or dogs 
or whatever it might be, my book rated number one on launch date because not that many people launched books in that category. So I, did, I don't do that all the time. I just tried it one time, trying to figure out how to get myself into the top 10. And that's not the right way to do it. The right way to do it is what we're doing right now. We're going to write a good book with a good book cover, and we're going to launch it, and we're going to talk about our launch, and you're going to be a successful writer. Now, unfortunately, I lost all of my reviews when I made that decision to quit Amazon. And looking back at that, I didn't know I was going to lose the reviews. And that is part of their algorithm. The more reviews you get, the higher up your book, your book gets in the search engine. So this is to prevent you from becoming a successful author and losing your reviews. Because no matter who your book's distributed with, if it's Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, Apple, everyone else, You'll get reviews from all those sites and you'll never lose your reviews, unlike myself. Now, I'm actually here talking to you today about this because I think it's very important that you start from the very beginning. Now, let's see some positive ways an aggregate service helps you. First, they take your ebook and your paperback and they publish it with all of the retail marketplaces. They collect all your royalties, and they pay you in one lump sum, which is much less painful for taxes, right? Now, they're taking care of all the correct formatting of your book and the distribution, collection of royalties, putting your hard-earned funds in your own bank account. This lets you concentrate on marketing, and that is a large subject matter we will cover later in our episodes. We will also show you at the same time how to build your author brand and platform. Now, these two companies that I talked about, one is draft to digital and the other is Published Drive. They both do the same job of distributing your novel. When you got it ready and you're ready to get it published, they'll do that. Now, the big question, you're sitting there and you're wanting to ask me, and how in the world can you sit there and listen to me and say, I know which one of these two companies that I want to use. I'm not choosing them for you. First, let me just mention that I'm only talking about two aggregates today. One year ago, draft to digital acquired a company by the name of Smashwords. They were the third digital distribution aggregate. Now, now that we're down to two in my discussion today, let's take a look at the pluses and the negatives of draft to digital and published drive. Draft to digital comes with no upfront cost. And that's what we've been talking about from the very start to the end here. When you're young at what you're doing or you're first time published author, you're probably not going just to make a whole lot of money. Uh, it will catch on. Now, sometimes there is one girl in TikTok, never written a book in her life, and she wrote such an impressive, or did such an impressive video on TikTok. 
she sold 100,000 books in the first month. But that's a total exception to the rule. But draft to digital, there's no upfront cost. And I may have their percent commission incorrect at this time in my uh, podcast, but it's about 10% if I'm not mistaken. But don't hold me to that because I haven't looked out at their site lately. Publish Drive doesn't take any money at all from your commissions. You could be 100,000 books. They're not going to take any money out of your books. But they do charge you about $10 monthly for their services. Now, if you sell tons of books, you make more money on Publish Drive with their flat fee. Now, for the most part, with a first-time novel, you will not make those tons of sales. And where it would be better to pay the monthly subscription, unless you trick the marketplace on TikTok, like the girl did, and sell 100,000 books. Now, let's go back to draft to digital Because they get a commission on every sale, each sale comes with some perks. Let me give you an example. They format your ebook and your paperback book. And if you haven't hired and paid the money to hire a professional, we will discuss this more fully in my next episode. Then on the other hand, Publish Drive requires that you handle your own formatting. What a headache that can be, right? So in my experience, I found draft to digital And again, let me say, I'm not doing this as an advertisement or sponsorship for draft to digital I've written over 50 novels. I know what works for me, and I know what works best. So draft to digital they've always been there for me through customer service. They're user-friendly. Everything's fine. And every once in a while, you listen to their broadcast each week on Facebook. I think they do a Facebook Live. You can actually put in and win an opportunity to speak for 30 minutes with one of the founders of draft to digital and ask them any questions that you want to ask. They keep up with the sales. What's selling? What's not? How many? Furthermore, they have one tool which really helps your market your books. It's a universal book link. And with that link, it will let the person looking see everywhere that your ebook and paperback are available. Be it Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and the list goes on and on. So draft to digital, in my opinion, is hands down my favorite over published drive. And that's why. But again, this is my personal choice. You know that you can go out and look at Publish Drive. And it might fit your needs better. And to help you in an important field, marketing, their merger with Smashwords, we will see more storefront options and coupon codes coming out of draft to digital very soon. Well, that does it for me today. If you've enjoyed my podcast, please be sure to click on the little bell and that will notify you every time the rest of my journey continues with So You Want to Be an Author. Also, if you haven't done so already, subscribe. All this is down below. And probably as more important than anything, 
I'd like to hear from you. I'm trying to continue my season five podcast on So You Want to Be an Author and make sure that it is full of any question that anyone might have on making this journey. And to do that, simple little comments in the comments section, give me ideas of something that I haven't covered fully or something I haven't even covered. And I'll be sure to work that into a future podcast. So until then, it's been great for you joining me today. I love all you listeners out there and watchers since this is my first season of a video podcast. And until later, see you later, alligator. <laughs>